0: The following program is a pre-recorded show that was previously aired.
1: Welcome! You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, Senior Pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston.
2: The title of the message today is, How Merciful Are You? How Merciful Are You? We live in a world where it is easy to become cold-hearted, insensitive, and unsympathetic with news available to us 24 7 we can see the tragedies almost as they take place anywhere in the world constantly we hear of and see the results of violent acts that have occurred scenes of dead bodies lying in the streets police and paramedics hurrying about friends and loved ones grieving uncontrollably have become all too familiar to us in our day. In order to cope with all of the pain and suffering that goes on around us, we have learned to control our emotions and we don't allow ourselves to dwell too long on all that ails this world. In the process, however, we have become almost indifferent and merciless. But how would Jesus want us to respond to all that is going on around us? In Matthew chapter 5 and verse 7, Jesus says in the Sermon on the Mount, Happy are the merciful, for they will have mercy shown to them. So what is the right way to treat people, both those that we know and even those that we are not familiar with? The right way is be merciful. So, what is mercy? Mercy is love in action. Mercy is love in action. It is more than just an attitude. It is more than just feeling sorry for people. The Bible says God is a merciful God, and so in Psalm one forty-five and verse eight we read, "The Lord is kind." and merciful, slow to get angry, full of unfailing love. You see, if you want to be like God, you have to learn to be merciful. But how do I know if I'm showing mercy? I want to mention three marks of mercy which you can use to see how merciful a person that you are. And the first mark is that if you are merciful then you will forgive those who have fallen. You'll forgive the people who have messed up their lives, who have have done wrong, who have fallen. So when people make mistakes or get into trouble, do you rub it in? Do you condemn them? Do you simply criticize them? Do you hold it over their head for the rest of their lives, never let them off the hook? That is not mercy. I read the story of a man whose wife did a very foolish thing in the first six months of their marriage. She repented of it and asked forgiveness, but her husband never forgave her. He held it over her head. He kept reminding her of it. He used it to justify his behavior, and he abused her for 30 years verbally with what she had done. And one day she just left him. And perhaps it was the right thing to do. But that man knew nothing about mercy. And there are a lot of us who know very little about mercy, even though we have read about it time and time again in the Scriptures. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 13 says, You must make allowance for each other's faults and forgive the person who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Now, it is interesting to note that when you have to receive forgiveness, it feels so right. But when you have to give it, it feels so wrong. See, we don't want to forgive people. What we want is justice. And so we don't really... Understand what mercy is, and even in the, in the system that we have, uh, justice must be tempered with mercy. Uh, if I am merciful, I will be forgiving of those who have fallen, who have made mistakes, who have messed up their lives. It is a lot easier to criticize than it is to sympathize. It is a lot easier to point a finger than it is to lend a helping hand. But the second thing is, if I'm merciful, I will help those who are hurting. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse verse 27 says, Whenever you possibly can, do good to those who need it. You see, mercy is practical assistance. The true character of mercy is in giving, giving compassion, giving help, giving time. Giving money, giving yourself. There are people all around us who are hurting at this very moment. Some have lost their jobs, some have lost their homes by foreclosure. Some have lost limbs uh, in the uh, marathon bombing that took place uh, downtown. Some have lost their loved ones to death. Some are hurting because of poor decisions made the fact is that people are hurting all around us when you feel sorry for these people that's not being like Christ when you do something about it that's being like Christ it's one thing to feel sorry it's another thing to do something about it first John chapter 3 17 and 18 tells us if anyone has enough money To live well and sees his brother or sister in need and refuses to help, how can God's love be in that person? Let us stop saying we love each other. Let us really show it by our actions. So just don't say you love people, show it. Help people. The motto of John Wesley, the 18th century evangelist and the founder of Methodism, was do all the good you can by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all times you can, to all people you can, as long as you ever can. You see, when you see some, someone hurting or in need, a merciful person does something about it. Remember the story of the Good Samaritan, the man who was uh, mugged and left for dead on the side of the road? Two men, religious people, went by and said to themselves, I can't get involved. Sorry about what has happened, but I can't get involved. But the third man came, took him to what we could describe as a holiday inn left the American uh, Express card to take care of him, and said, I'll pay for whatever it costs. That's mercy. Jesus is saying, happy are those who who care enough to get involved. And we live in a world today where people don't want to get involved because they are concerned about what will happen to them. But mercy is not concerned primarily about you. It's about the other person. And God can take care of us when we are acting like the way he wants us to act. But the third thing about mercy is, I will do good to my enemies. If I'm merciful, I will do good to my enemies. Luke chapter 6, 33, 35, and 36 says, If you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you even sinners do that but love your enemies do good to them then your reward will be great be merciful just as your father is merciful if you want to be like god then you have to be merciful do those or do good things to those who do evil to you and i know that's that's difficult Because that's exactly the opposite of what society says. Society says when people hurt you, hurt them back. Get even. Gossip about them. Destroy them. Do anything you can in order to hurt them. God says you not only forgive the person who has hurt you, but also be nice to them. Tomorrow morning, you'll go to work, some of you. The person who is constantly criticizing you, who is really a jerk, the person who says you are, you are nothing and treat you like trash, what are you to do to that person? You do good to that person. You see, how, how would it be if every time that person criticizes you, you complimented them you go to work or school, and uh, you, your fellow workers or classmates are putting you down for being a Christian. And every time they put you down, you build them up. You say something nice to them and encourage them. That would blow their minds, because that's what does not happen in our society. You see, when you do that, that's being merciful, You return good for evil. Why? The best way to eliminate an an enemy is to turn him into a friend. Smother them with kindness. They don't know how to handle it because the world does not respond that way. All of a sudden you are in control of the situation. You are on the offensive, not on the defensive. You see, mercy is love in action. It's the way God treats people, and that's tough for us to do. So we need powerful motivators to enable us to develop mercy. So number three, the motive for mercy. Let me suggest three motivations for why I need to be merciful. One, because God has shown me mercy. Matthew chapter 18 and verse 33 says, Shouldn't you be merciful to other people, just as I have been merciful to you? You see, when you think of those people who have been so mean to you, people who really ticked you off, uh, if you are having a hard time being merciful to them, remember what a jerk you have been to God, or with God, that in spite of how you have acted, God still loves you. What a gracious and merciful God he is. I think of all the things that I have done wrong, and he continues to shower me with his love and with his mercy and his grace. And so from time to time, I have to stop and remind myself, God, if you can be so merciful to me, surely I can be merciful to others. One day some religious hypocrites brought a lady caught in the very act of adultery to Jesus where he was teaching and threw her down in front of him. And they said, Jesus, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. And you know what the law says. It says if um, a woman is caught in adultery, then she should be stoned to death. And Jesus said, you are right. That's the law. But the first one of you who has never broken the law gets to throw the first stone. And they all silently started walking away. You see, another time Jesus said, uh, you're so concerned about the problems in other people's lives. Before you get the speck of sawdust out of your neighbor's eyes, why don't you get the telephone pole out of your own eye?" See, God has been merciful to, uh, to me, so I need to be merciful to other people. We tend to judge other people by their worst faults and judge ourselves by our best intentions. Be merciful. Why? Because God has shown me mercy. He has shown us mercy. But secondly, because I am going to need more mercy in the future. I'm going to need more mercy in the future. Not only has God been merciful to me in the past, but I'm going to need it in the future. James chapter 2 and verse 13 says, But there will be no mercy for you if you have not been merciful to others. But if you have been merciful, then God's mercy toward you will win out over the judgment against you. You see, only those who give it, get it. Those who give mercy, get mercy. Those who don't give mercy, don't get mercy. You say, but you don't know how much this person has hurt me, and continue to hurt me. I just can't forgive him or her. Then, I hope you never sin. Forgiveness and mercy are a two-way street. When you refuse to forgive others and refuse to show mercy to others, you are burning the very bridge you have to walk across to get to heaven. The Bible says that those who show mercy will receive mercy. Those who don't, do not. I need to be merciful because I'm going to need it again in the future. I'm going to make mistakes, I'm going to mess up, like all of us, we do. So let us be careful about demanding justice, because God might just give it to us. If we got all that we deserved, none of us would be here today. God does not give us what we deserve, he gives us what we need, and that's mercy. And mercy is giving to others not what they deserve when they have fallen, not what they deserve when they have hurt us, but giving them what they need. And then thirdly, I'm going to need mercy because it makes me happy. When I'm merciful, it makes me happy. Jesus said, happy are the merciful, for they will have mercy shown to them. The opposite of that is also true. Unhappy are the unmerciful. The most miserable people that you can find are people who are resentful, who refuse to give up a grudge, who are holding some unforgiveness uh, over someone else's head. They don't realize that they are only hurting themselves. Unmercifulness makes you miserable. This Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 17 says, Your own soul is nourished when you are kind, but you destroy yourself when you are cruel. Doing acts of mercy gets us out of ourselves, gets the focus of us onto other people, and it produces happiness in us because most of the time we are in happiness because we are Focused just on ourselves, we are not focused on other people to see that they are happy, that they receive uh, the, the the blessings that God wants them to receive through us. We should be merciful because it makes us happy. It is a what we call a boomerang blessing. See, so what you give is what you get. So, how do I become a merciful person? The starting point is you must first experience the mercy of God. You cannot offer mercy to anyone else until you have first received mercy. You can't offer forgiveness to anyone else until you first feel forgiven. One of the reasons some people have a hard time forgiving others is because they don't really feel forgiven. When I feel forgiven, or when I feel unforgiven, then I am definitely unforgiving. The starting point is, I must receive the mercy of God, the peace of God, the forgiveness of God, and then I can offer it to others. Every sin that you have ever committed, or will commit, now or in the future, has already been paid for by Jesus Christ when he went to the cross. The Bible says that you, if you break man's law, there's a penalty. And if you break God's laws, there is a penalty. And so the Bible says the wages of sin is death. But the wonderful thing, the good news, is that Jesus took that penalty for us when he went to the cross. He has already paid it. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin has left a crimson stain but he washed it white as snow. You can walk out of here this this morning with a clear conscience, with a clean slate. You can begin a new life. You receive the mercy of God not because you deserve it, not because you deserve to be forgiven because you don't. God wants to forgive you and me simply because he's a forgiving God. He loves to forgive, it is his nature to forgive, and he is a God of mercy. Once you have felt to the mercy of God, then it is easier for you to be merciful. After you have done that, the next thing to do in order to become a merciful person is to start looking at people with the eyes of Jesus Christ. Look at people the way the Lord would see them. The most Christ-like thing you can do is to care for one another. Matthew chapter 25, in verses 35 through 37 and 40, Jesus tells that we are going to be judged at the judgment by how we have treated other people. So here's the scripture. For I was hungry, and you fed me. I was thirsty, and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me into your home. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you cared for me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then these righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? And the king will tell them, I assure you, when you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. Amen. You see, other the judgment, God is going to ask you how you treated other people. Were you merciful to them? Were you forgiving? Were you acting like Jesus Christ? You see, Jesus had a ministry of mercy. He Lifted up the lonely. He helped those who were helpless and hurting. God wants you to be a representative of Christ at your job, at your school, and at your home. He wants you to treat others the way he would treat them. So who is in your life that needs mercy today? You need to show them mercy this week. Who is it that you need to say a word of forgiveness to this week? Let the person off the hook. Wipe the slate clean. Never mention it again. It's over. It's done with. It's forgiven. Show mercy and you will be happy. Oh, I want People's Baptist Church to be a place where mercy is shown every day, every time that we come together. I want our church to be a place where we are forgiving uh, of each other. If you are perfect, then this church is not the church for you because this is a church for people who are struggling, struggling with sin. It's a church where people um, do not yet have it made. We are people who uh, realize that they have a lot of growing yet to do. And I want People's Baptist Church to be a place where we really help those who are hurting I want a church to be a place where even when people do bad to us, we do good to them. I want it to be a church that specializes in showing mercy to one another, a church in which the love of Jesus Christ becomes contagious and permeates every relationship and every activity. This love, this God-given love will offer sympathy to those who are in sorrow. It will offer assistance to those who are in need. It will offer comfort to those who fear. It will offer hope to those who are in despair. It will offer encouragement to those who are discouraged. And it will offer healing to those who are hurt. This love, this love that I'm speaking about will strengthen the weak. It will comfort the dying, amen, and God bless.
1: Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 8 a.m. and at 1045 a.m. You can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org and tune in every Saturday morning at 1030 for another inspiring message of hope and faith